Okay, we are on the last line of Lamed Gimel Lamed Aleph 33a, the last line. Bo mine Rav Chista me Rav Sheshes. Rav Chista asked from Rav Sheshes, Ta'abazu, Vazu, Mahu. What if happens if you made a mistake both in the prayer service and over a cup of wine? Meaning you forgot to say Havdalah both during the prayer service and the cup of wine. And you also didn't say it after the prayer service over a cup of wine. What then do you do? How do you make up for that? Amar So he answered him, If you missed Havdalah in both of those cases, then you actually have to go back to the beginning, meaning you have to say the entire Amida again, the entire Shemonasra again, including the Havdalah part. And then again, you sh- depending on who you go according to, you either do or do not re- also do Havdalah again at the uh, over wine after davening. All right, now we're on 33b. Amar le Ravina le Rava Hilchasamaya. Ravina asked Rava, what who what is the halacha when it comes to when do we say Havdalah? Do we say it over? Do we say it during the prayer service? Do we say it over a cup of wine after the prayer service, or do we say it at both times? So Amar le so Rava said, Ki kiddush. Um, we treat Havdalah like we do Kiddush on Friday night. Just like Kiddush, even though we already made, said a text of Kiddush um, during the Friday night prayer service, we still come home and we make it on a cup of wine. Even though we already said Havdalah in the prayer service in Amida. Mavdalakasa, you still come home and say Havdalah over a cup of wine. Okay, now we're going to continue to analyze our Mishnah. We are now five lines down on the top of Lamed Gimel Amud Beis 33b. Rebbe Lazar Omar Bahoda, Rebbe Lazar had said that you actually say the Havdalah service in the Amidah, you say it during the Thanksgiving off prayer, which is at towards the end of the Amidah. Um, so now let's see. So we have different opinions as to when you say Havdalah during the prayer service. Reb Zera have a rachiv achamra. Reb Zera was riding on a donkey. Havaka shakil v'azil Reb Chia bar Avin basre. And Reb Chia bar Avin was going behind him. Amar lay and he said to him, Vade da amrisu mishmed Reb Yochanan. Is it true what they said in the name of Reb Yochanan? That halacha krebelazer b'yom tov shecholi hiyaz achar hashabbos. That halacha follows, that the Jewish law follows. Rebbe Lazar, when the holiday falls out after Shabbos. In other words, a holiday falls out on a Saturday night. Because when you're going right from Shabbos to a holiday, um, you still have to make Havdalah because you're going from Shabbos, which is holier, to a less holy holiday. So what we're saying is, is that when you're say when you're Praying the holiday prayer service that evening after Shabbos is coming to an end, um, when do you say Havdalah? So it sounds so. What the question that was being asked to Rabbi Chiyabar Oven was: Is it really true what Rabbi Yochanan says, or, or is it true that you said this in the name of Rabbi Yochanan that then we go like Rabbi Lazar, meaning then we say Havdalah in the in the Thanksgiving part of the service? 
and why would you why would it be different than the rest of the year when we say Havdalah during the wisdom blessing? So the answer to that is quite simple because in a this is a holiday prayer service you're saying that evening. The holiday prayer service does not have the blessing of wisdom because as we explained, the blessing of wisdom is the first of the blessings you say in the Shemona Esrei during the week. But on a non-weekday, such as a Shabbos or a holiday, you do not actually have that blessing. So then the question that we're asking now, is it true that you said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan that when you don't, that in a scenario where you don't have the wisdom blessing and you need to say Havdalah, that you go like Rabbi Lazar, that you say it in the Thanksgiving blessing. Omar Leh. So now Rabbi Chiyabar Avin said in, yes, it is true, that is um, what Rabbi Yochanan said. Okay. So now we're just going to uh, go on a tangent for just a moment, analyzing what Rabbi Yochanan said. Halacha mechlal depligi. By the way that you we said, and by the way we quoted Rabbi Yochanan, we said that the halacha follows. We said that Rabbi Yochanan says the halacha follows Rabbi Eliezer on a holiday right after a Shabbos. Now the fact that it says the fact that. The Rabbi Yochanan had said the halacha follows Rabbi Lazar. That would ha- mean that there is somebody that is arguing on Rabbi Lazar in a case of a um, yomtiv that falls out right after Shabbos. A holiday falls out right after Shabbos. And is that really true? Um, that may that may not be true because who would it be that would argue on Rabbi Eliezer? Is it the sages who said that you make Havdalah in the blessing of wisdom? Well, that can't be. It's not, necess- it's not necessary for us to say that they argue with Rebbe Lezer in this case because there is no blessing of wisdom. So there's no reason for us to say that they then do not agree with Rebbe Lezer where there is no blessing of wisdom that you would say Havdalah in the blessing of Thanksgiving. There's no reason for us to say otherwise. So if that's the case, who is Rebbe Yochanan coming to exclude from when he says this is the Halacha follows Rebbe Lezer? As opposed to who? Um, so that's the question that we're asking. So then we say, There aren't those that argue with Rebbe Lazar, but the, the rabbis argue with Rebbe Lazar. But then we say, no, why would we assume that the rabbis argue with Rebbe Lazar? Let us say that the rabbis only argue on other days of the year when you have the wisdom blessing to say the Havdalah in. But but if it's a holiday that falls out after Shabbos, Mipligi, who says that they argue with Rebbe Lazar? Certainly they can agree with Rebbe Lazar that in such a scenario, you'll say Havdalah in the Thanksgiving prayer, in the Thanksgiving blessing. So what was Rabbi Yochanan saying then when he said the Halacha follows Rebbe Lazar as opposed to who? So then we say the Hapalig Rabbi Akiva. Oh, it means we, we know that Rabbi Akiva argues with Rabbi Lazar because Rabbi Akiva feels that we actually say the um, that the Havdalah becomes its own extra blessing. So maybe that's what we're saying, that when Rabbi Yochanan is saying the Halacha follows Rabbi Lazar, it means as opposed to Rabbi Akiva that we don't say that now that there's, uh, we don't say that, um, we don't say, instead of saying like Rabbi Akiva, that... Um, that we say an extra blessing for the Havdalah, we say like Rabbi Lazar that you'll say it during Thanksgiving. Maybe that's what Rabbi Yochanan meant. But now we say, no, that can't be. 
It couldn't be that Rabbi Yochanan was coming to exclude from Rabbi Akiva. Because look at the entire year. Do we follow the entire year like Rabbi Akiva? That now all of a sudden we're going to do like Rabbi Akiva? No. If we didn't do like Rabbi Akiva during the rest of the year, why would we then assume that we would all of a sudden do it like Rabbi Akiva um, on a Yom Tiv that falls out on Shabbos? Meaning... Meaning, what's the reason we don't do it like Rabbi Kiva the rest of the year? So now we're going to explain. Kol Hashana Kula, the rest of the year, my time alo Avdino and Rabbi Akiva. Why don't we go like Rabbi Akiva and make the Havdalah its extra own blessing in the Amidah? Ditamni Srei Tikkun, Tisha Srei Lo Tikkun, because the rabbis um, enacted 18 blessings for Shemona Esrei and not 19, so we don't come along and just add another blessing unless it's an enactment of the rabbis. So then, hachanami, so so too now then, so hachanami, so so too now, when it's a Yom Tiv after a Shabbos, shayv tikkun, tamni lo tikkun, the rabbis enacted seven blessings, not eight. So why would we then assume that here we would go like Rabbi Akiva? And if we've already know that we don't go like Rabbi Akiva during the rest of the year, then why would we assume that we would go like Rabbi Akiva now? And Rabbi Yochanan wouldn't have to say the halacha follows like Rabbi Lazar to exclude Rabbi Akiva. It's obvious we don't go like Rabbi Akiva. So if that's the case, then what did Rabbi Yochanan mean when he said the halacha follows like Rabbi, Rabbi Lazar? Who exactly was he going in opposition to? Um, who exactly was he trying to exclude? So we leave off with that question. And now we go back to the discussion of Reb Zera and Rabbi Chiyabaravin. So Reb Zera had asked Rabbi Chiyabaravin, is it true that you said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan that when a Yom Tiv falls out after Shabbos, that we say that we say the Havdalah, um, we say Havdalah in the Thanksgiving part of the service? So Omar Leis, Reb Zera said back to him. Uh, so now we're going to keep on going. So sorry, Reb Zera so Rabbi Chiyabar Avin had asked Rabbi Zera, is this true that you said this in the name of Rabbi Yochanan? And now Amar Leis, Rabbi said back. So now Rabbi Zera said back to him, Lab halacha itmar ela matin. So what the Gemara is doing here is basically elaborating on what on that conversation that we started earlier. And so what Rabbi Zera is answering is that we don't say that, I wasn't saying that the halacha follows Rabbi Yochanan. Rather, I was saying that we lean towards Rebbe Yochanan, meaning that in such a scenario, we'll go like Rebbe Lazar. We lean towards that, not that the halacha is like that per se, which basically means when we say we lean towards something, it just means that if somebody asked you as an individual, you would say, yes, we'll go like Rebbe Lazar in such a scenario, but it doesn't mean we publicly proclaim that as the Jewish law, as halacha. This is obviously a bigger discussion what this means, because we do find this throughout Shas, throughout the Talmud, um, but we're not going to get into it right now. We're just going to keep this in mind. And now we're going to see different um, different versions of what exactly the halacha is in, such, in this case. The itmar, um, like it was stated, Rabbi Yitzchak Baravdimi Amar Mishum Rabbeinu. Rabbi Yitzchak Baravdimi said in the name of our Rabbi, um, Halacha, that the Halacha does go like Rabbi Lazar when Yom Tif falls out right after Shabbos. The Amri La and some say Matin. We just lean towards Rabbi Lazar when Shabbos when Yom Tif falls Shabbos immediately. Rabbi Yochanan Amar Modim. Rabbi Yochanan says that. 
the rabbis agree with Rabbi Lazar that Havdalah is said during the Thanksgiving prayer when Shabbos falls out right before Yom Tiv. And Rabbi Chiyabar Abba said that it's just Nirin, that it appears to be like Rabbi Lazar, which is actually a step less than when we say we lean like Rabbi Lazar. Nirin, when we say it appears like Rabbi Lazar, this just means that if somebody did like Rabbi Lazar, we say it's okay, you don't have to say the prayer service again. Amr Abzeira, Abzeira said, Nekot Rabbi Chiyabar Abba biyadach. Um, except that which Rabbi Chiyabar Abba said in your hand. In other words, I think Rabbi Chiyabar Abba was the the most legitimate legitimate opinion here. That we just just the you know that the law appears like Rabbi Lazar. That if you went like Rabbi Lazar when Yom Tov falls out after Shabbos, we don't make you repeat the prayer service. Now, why would we go with Rabbi Chiyabar Avin? Did Dayak Vigomar Shmaitza Mipuma Demara Shapir? Because he's so, because Rabbi Chiyabar Avin is so exact when he hears a teaching from his master, Kerachva de Pompadisa, just like Rachva from Pompadisa. And now we're going to show you how exact Rabbi Chiyabar from Pompadisa was. The Amar Rachva, Amar Abihuda, because Rachva said in the name of Rabbi Huda, Har Habayis Stav Kafulhaya. The Temple Mount had a double row of benches. It was one bench inside of another bench. And the idea here is, is that he uses the word stav for a bench. That's a very unusual word. But he uses that word because that's the word his teacher used, even though that's not the normal word to use for bench. So that's the idea that we're applying here. Okay, Amr of Yosef. Now, Rav Yosef is going to give us a final opinion as to where you say Havdalah in the Amida when Yom Tif falls out right after Shabbos. And by the way, this is how we paskin. This is how we do. This is what our Sidurim have in um, have accepted. Our prayer books. This is what it says. Ana lo I don't know this view and I don't know this view. Meaning, what we've said before that the halacha falls like Rabbi Lazar on Yom Tiv after Shabbos or the halacha does not fall like Rabbi Lazar. I don't know about any of that stuff. Ella, midarav u'shmul yadana. Rather, from Rav and Shmuel, I know the takinulan marganisa bavel that in Babylonia they devised a beautiful gem as the text of Havdalah in the prayer service when Yom Tiv falls out right after Shabbos. And how does it go? It goes like this. You basically add this in to the prayer service. You have made known to us, Lord our God, the statutes of your righteousness. You have taught us to do the laws of your will. And you have given us as an inheritance the times of joy and the festivals of um, of of and the festivals of um, free will offerings. The Torishenu Kedusha Shabbos. And you allowed us to inherit the holiness of Shabbos, Uchvod Moed, and the glory of the festival, the Chagigasaregel, and the joy of the holiday. Between the holiness of Shabbos and the holiness of the holy day, you have um, differentiated. 
You sanctified the seventh day from the sixth other days of creation. You have distinguished and you have sanctified your nation Israel with your holiness. And then you continue on with the regular text of the holiday Shmona, um, the holiday Amida, which goes, you have given us so on and so forth. And that it's that text that we use as our Havdalah when Yom Tov falls right after Shabbos. Okay, we are now at the Mishnah. It's the um, third medium-sized line on the page, the Mishnah. We're going to go back to things that are inappropriate now to say during your prayer service. Ha'omer al-kan sipor yagiyorach Somebody that says on the um, nest of the bird... Your mercy has reached. Um, and for good, and for the good, um, is your name remembered. Modim, modim, or you say thank you, thank you. Mashatskin, so in all of those scenarios, that if you say anything like that, we silence you. Um, we're supposed to silence you because each one of those um, additions to the davening would be inappropriate. So now, and we're going to talk about why each one of those additions is inappropriate. Bishlama modim modim. Now we're in the Gemara. Bishlama modim modim mishaskin. Also, it's understandable that if someone were to say thank you twice, right after one, right after another, we quiet them. Bishum the mechazik shteirishuyos because it looks it looks as if you are saying thank you to two different beings, um, and that would obviously be inappropriate because um, there's only God to thank. But altov yizacher shimcha namian when you say. The words, if you say the words and your name is remembered for the good that you do, um, that's also, Nami, that's also, we can understand why it's not appropriate. Mashma al hatova below al because the inference is, the implication is, is that we thank God for the good that God does, but not the bad that God does. Utnan, and yet we learn in a Mishnah. That a person is obligated to bless God for the bad that appears to happen in one's life, just as one blesses God for the good that happens in one's life. Um, so it makes sense also that we shouldn't uh, say something like that. But why is it inappropriate to say, and your mercy reaches the bird's nest? Why is that inappropriate? So now we're going to answer. We're on the second very wide line. So two different Amorayim scholars of the Talmud period, um, they argued about this in Israel, why this is inappropriate. Rabbi Yossi Bar Avin, Rabbi Yossi Bar Zvida. One was Rabbi Yossi Bar Avin and one was Rabbi Yossi Bar Zvida. Chad Omar, one said, The problem is, is that you will make other creations jealous because you're saying God has mercy on the birds. What about the other creations? You make them jealous. The Chadamar and the other one says, And this is a fascinating concept. The reason why this is inappropriate is because you make it seem as if what God does is out of mercy. But really, to say that God does something out of mercy is inappropriate because really these are just all decrees. Meaning, what it makes it seem here is that the mitzvos and the way is is about we do that because because we do them because they make sense to us. Oh, this is a merciful thing to do. Because when we talk about the bird's nest, what this is referring to is the fact that God has commanded us 
that if we are taking away the baby birds from the nest, we first have to make sure the mother flees. We first have to shoo away the mother so she doesn't see her children being taken away. So that's what it's referring to. And we're making it seem like, oh, we understand this, we're doing this because it's, it's, you know, it's a way of God showing mercy, it's a way of us showing mercy. But that the implication is, is that something that we understand? Um, and that's why we are so happy to do mitzvot because they all, we understand each one of them and they all make so much sense to us. But the point is, is that that's not necessarily the case. And to say that we'll do one thing because, you know, and, and to differentiate between the different type of mitzvot, some that we do understand and some that we don't understand, some we understand more and some understand less, that's actually considered inappropriate. Okay, now we're going to have another uh, story. There was somebody that went down in front of Rabbah because when you used to be that if you would lead services, you would go down to like a lower point. Um, and he said, You have mercy on the bird's nest. May you have mercy on us as well. Amar Rabbah and Rabbah said, after hearing this person that went down leading services, he said, Kama yada how well does this rabbi or this Torah scholar know how to appease uh, God? Amalei Abaye, Abaye said to him, but wait a minute, didn't we just learn in a Mishnah that you're supposed to quiet somebody that says that, that mentions the bird's nest? Um, so we say that Rabbah went by saying, that by saying that, he obviously didn't mean it. He knew about this Mishnah. Rather, he was just trying to sharpen Abaye, um, make sure that Abaye was on top of his game and would challenge him with that, uh, with knowing that Mishnah that says that actually what this guy did was completely inappropriate. Um, so one time went to Davin and went to lead the service in front of Rabbi Hanina, Amar, and he said, and basically he went on and on with God's praise. God, the great, the mighty, the awesome, the incredible, the strong, the feared, the strong, the fortified, the powerful, the certain, and the respected. Um, so Rabbi Chinina let the guy, waited until the guy finished leading the prayer service. Once he finished, he said to him, Rabbi Chinina said to him, Did you finish all of the praises of God? Why do I need all of these praises? Even for us, the three praises that we do say about God, Hakel, Hagadol, Hagibar, Bahanora. Right? Um, we say the great, the mighty, and the awesome. Even those that we say, we really don't even, shouldn't even be saying them. Not for the fact that Moshe, Moses had mentioned those as praises of God in the Torah. And the men of the great assembly who enacted our prayer services, they came along Vitikinhu. They enacted that when we praise God, we use those three specific praises. We wouldn't have even said those praises of God because it's silly. It's there's no there's nothing that we could say that could properly praise God. So to say anything at all is really ludicrous. We say three special praises because that's what Moshe did. 
Um, and you, you're saying all of these praises and you keep on going, what you're doing is inappropriate. Imagine a king, the flesh and blood, he has thousands and thousands of golden dinars. And you praise the king, oh, he has um, some uh, silver dinars. That's, uh, again, that's an inappropriate praise because he has golden dinars and thousands of them. It's really a disgrace to say something like that about someone that has far more. So um, that's the idea here. We'll stop here um, and uh, we'll uh, continue next time.